0: Welcome back, everyone, to the City Manager Chat. I am your City Manager, Aretha Adams, and I am here with our Communications Director, Suzanne Brooke. Hey, Suzanne. Hi, Aretha. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. The weather has changed. I love it. I love it. I love it, too. You know what? I'm going to be grateful for where we are now, but I can't wait for the winter.
1: Okay, can I just get some cold? I'm so sick of the hot that I just need to freeze right now. Right. It's (laughs) funny when 90 feels like fall, but take it after those blistering temperatures. (laughs) Oh, I know. I'm happy to see that in our rear view.
0: And that leads us into our Hot Topics. So today, I want to talk about three kind of big topics that's going on. But the first and the most important is water, of course. It's something that we've been talking about all summer. Before the summer, we started putting out education stuff all the way at the top of the year. But this summer got rough. We all know the story. We've all heard it before. We went into the stage restrictions and had some infrastructure failure back in June. We've resolved all of those things. The great news is that we are now out of stage two restrictions. We are in what we're calling water conservation. And this is our new normal where everyone is allowed to water their lawns twice a week. We have days based on your address so please stay glued to that heathtx.com water wise page because that's where you can still find all of the information about water but we are following guidelines set out by the north texas municipal water district who says if you're receiving water through our system we want you to be in conservation mode year round and that is twice a week watering so that is where we are that is where we will remain until it gets warm again and we see where demand takes us we may have to go back into restrictions next year but we're hoping that hey, this, this year we've all come to Zim learn Brook a little bit more the on how to conserve City a little bit better and that we really adopted. don't need as the much water as we think we need to keep our lines healthy and and 2, Also 7,
1: on water 7, 7, 4, I want to talk 9, 3, a little bit about some things that council is doing to plan for the future.
0: So rate. back on now September 12th the council did approve a contract for us to enter into with Freeman Milliken on kind of looking at what are our viable options for a redundant water source and so they have taken off. Off, they are already looking at some of those options for us. They will be back to council on December 12th with some recommendations, and council will take action at that time. And that's where the real work begins. That's where we start negotiating. We start looking at infrastructure needs based on whatever that redundant water source will be, and then we start talking about dollars and cents and how we're going to pay for all of those things. We are going to go through a water rate study here in the next few months that will account for some of the costs of that water infrastructure we're going to need. So stay tuned stay in touch stay plugged in because the water conversation is not over just because the weather has changed this is where we have an opportunity to really do some groundwork to prepare for next year and the year after that and the year after that
1: if i could add something too to that the fact that if you're listening to this right now we thank you Means you're going to the right source for your information. As we've heard on council, there's a wrestling with information that's not accurate or almost intentionally yeah. inaccurate. Ooh! So get your information straight from the city. So go to the WaterWise page on the city website, heathtx.com, and you will be amazed at how much information is there. Additionally, every week we're putting out a link now that takes you straight to a quick one-page summary with a direct link to anything new that's been published in the last week. So get your information from the source and know, starting with Aretha, she spends so much time on the phone answering questions and talking with people. Come to Which City I Hall. love to do, by the yeah, way. You're um, you're amazing. I love
0: to talk to folks and have a one-on-one conversation about what's going on. And I have to say, every time I talk to someone and explain to them exactly what this council is doing and how dedicated the staff is to fixing these issues, people walk away with a higher level of understanding standing. They may not always agree. They might still be a little frustrated, but they walk away understanding the truth of the matter and the facts of what's going on. So I just want to say my direct line number is always available to everyone. That number is 972-961-4898. That is not my administrative assistant. That is my direct line. If you ever want to have a conversation with me and chat about water or any other topic that impacts the city of Heath, I have an open door policy. If I'm at city hall and I'm not in a meeting and you stop bye you can come and meet with me. Or if you call me and I'm at my desk, I will answer that phone or call you back and we can have a conversation. All right. So our next hot topic for today, I want to talk a little bit about budget. So every summer we start with our budget workshops and we've held a series of those with council this year. They have settled on a projected tax rate, which is going to be about two and a half percent lower than what the citizens pay right now. Yeah! That new tax rate will be 0.283714 per $100 of assessed valuation for your
1: property. Hey, this is future Suzanne Brooke. At the September 26th city council meeting, the budget was adopted. The approved tax rate was established at 0.277493, which is actually lower by 4.7% than last year's tax rate. Now back to the podcast. And speaking of assessed valuation, I just want to
0: take a pause real quick to talk about something that the legislature did this year. They increased homestead exemptions from $40,000 to $100,000. So that is to offset some of the high appraisals that we've been seeing year over year. So that combined with this council's philosophy on making sure that your tax bill remains relatively flat year over year, this year you did get a break from the city, as has been the case For the past five consecutive years. years. So, this council is really committed to being good stewards of the taxpayers' money. This staff is very committed to that. And so, we're proud that we were able to bring this council another balanced budget, increasing our amenities while decreasing our tax rate. It's a a win win win. (laughs) Also, the new fiscal year will take effect on October 1st. The local governments are on an October 1 to September 30th fiscal year. So just keep that in mind. When we talk about fiscal years, that's the 12-month span that we're referring to. And the budget that will kick off on October 1st will all in is a $27.3 million budget. And we use those funds to take care of everything from utilities to streets to paying for within our public safety. and every other thing that you can think of that your municipal government handles. We use those $27.3 million to get that done every year. If you have other questions on the budget, you can always reach out to me directly or our finance director, Jay Ayers, or any of our staff, and we will be more than happy to give you additional information. Okay. And I think the last of our hot topics, Suzanne, I want to talk a little bit about these big projects. I just mentioned that while cutting the tax rate, we are still giving amenities to our community. And I'm excited about that. We have some exciting things on the horizon. So in addition to finding a redundant water source and getting some new water infrastructure at some point in the near future, we are also adding a new fire station. I should say a Department of Public Safety station because we have triple certified officers. So it'll be for our police, fire and EMT. We are also doing a renovation, a big renovation of Town Center Park to really give us that flagship park in our community where people will come and gather in fellowship. And then we are also bringing online a new public works facility. So it's exciting. These are some things that are long overdue. We've really grown up and we need these things to continue to function at a high level. But what I'm most excited about is that council, they set this vision out, we were able to execute it, and that our Heath Municipal Benefits Corporation partnered with us and our Economic Development Corporation partnered with us to make this happen without impacting the tax rate. We're going out for a $30.5 million bond to get these three projects done. And typically when you talk about that amount of money, that means, okay, the taxes are gonna go up a little bit. That's not the case here. Because the EDC and NBC are providing $3 million towards the cost of our DPS station, and then they will be kicking in to cover the payment for the park every year, that has really helped us stay in line. That, coupled with how responsible We've been with, with the funding. We have a double A credit rating, which puts us in good standing and make sure we can get some good rates. So we're excited to give our community some new amenities and we hope that you all will have an opportunity to enjoy them very soon.
1: Hey, on that note, maybe you want to explain the Passive Park that's also coming on. Yes, ground Groundbreaking thank you. in December. Yeah, so we're super excited about
0: that one too. So there is a Passive Park. It's happening right in front of the Tom Thumb center. So it's a big swath of land. You'll see the large utility poles. It's about three utility poles. That whole swath of land right there is owned by the city. And we've decided to put a passive park out there with some beautiful trees, maybe a some kind of statue or monument, some seating. And so when folks are waiting for the restaurants along that area like Blue Koi or The, the Anchor, Anchor. Mm-hmm. or even Manny's and Gianni's if they want to walk from back there and just kind of wait over in that area have the kids run around and just enjoy outdoors and heath we're excited so yes that groundbreaking will happen in december and so stay tuned and watch progress look at the website as well because we will be putting you know putting up progress updates out there too All right, we are back with one of my favorite segments, and I have someone really special for you all to meet today. I'm going to have you introduce yourself, tell us what you do for the city, and how long you've been here.
2: All right, well, my name is Kevin Rowan. I'm the captain over operations for the DPS side. February in 24, I'll be here eight years. Wow, look at you. Coming up on eight years. Very good, very good. For whatever reason, I thought you had been here longer. No, it's 2016. All right, well, hey. Started on leap day on February 29th.
0: And how how long have you been captain
2: captain since September 21.
0: Okay so So almost two years now. Yes ma'am. This month. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. You're a great captain. Tell us a little bit about what captain of operations includes. What do you do?
2: Well I'm over all the patrol guys and all the fire guys which of course you know everybody's the same. We all hold the triple certification but Mm -hmm. I'm over all patrol functions and all fire operations which includes the patrol guys answering calls for service. I also take complaints from citizens like traffic complaints. So if anybody calls the station and wants to uh, that a data boy i'm the one that will take that or get the email and i will forward it to the officer let them know and we'll put it in Gov, our human resources portal and we will write up a commendation and if it's something really really you know great we can also come to city council with it and yeah you know, we've do done a that a few times yeah. Yeah, yeah especially life-saving stuff on ems calls fire calls and stuff like that
0: and i just want to let everybody know our guys are constantly getting commendations we're yes, we have a great department i'm proud of you guys uh, thanks thank thanks you. for everything thank that you, you do all right so we know a little a bit about what you do here on the technical side, but we want to know a little bit more about you as a person. So I know you're a Rockwell County boy. Tell us a little bit about yes, your background yep, in the I county. I graduated
2: from high school here in Rockwell when I graduated. The wrong in. high school though. No, right? I'm on the right side. <laughs> okay. yep. I'll be sitting on the right side Friday night. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: yes, ma'am. Hey, for the record, the city manager is rooting for Heath. Okay. Not Rockwell. <laughs>
2: all right it's on record we'll see I graduated here in Rockwall I got on the Rockwall volunteer fire department soon after I graduated and then I started my career in law enforcement at Rockwall County Sheriff's Office at 19 years old in October 2006 so I actually hit my 20 next month so So this is what you
0: you wanted to do this from the start
2: I I don't know what else I'd do I love it
0: I love that for you I I think that's great So when Chief was here, we had him give the citizens kind of some hot tips on things to look out for. And that was back before the summer had really got going. But now that we're transitioning into fall, do you have any tips that you want the citizens to I'm sure
2: if you ask any of us officers or any police officer, they're going to tell you, see something, say something, of course. It's never Mm -hmm. a bother to us. We would rather catch it before something happens than after the fact, and you have to call us later. And then BMVs, that's a big thing. Burglary of motor vehicles, cars. Lock your doors. Take your computers out. Purses. Uh, don't leave weapons in cars. That's. We have a lot of people that they leave their they leave their guns in their car center console. It's a crime of opportunity because the doors unlocked. So they will open the door and just grab your stuff and go. You know. Yeah. So just make sure to lock everything. Lock your doors and don't leave anything inside your vehicle.
0: That's great advice. That's that really great. is. Thank you for that. All right. So, hey, we have something really cool coming up. National Night yes, Out. Yes, ma'am. Tell us Sur- a little bit about that Sur- and right your role in making that happen.
2: Well, I'm over operations. I'm over all the, you know, parades. National Night Out. And, of course, Suzanne is going to do everything she always does. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and I, can, and you can, take and the I credit. can get to take some credit <laughs> for it. Yeah, so, but our uh, National Night Out is coming up. It's on the 3rd. It's going to be from Six to eight this year. You know, we kind of took a few years off not too long ago. This will be our second year getting back into it. Yeah. Uh, pretty heavy. And we invite everybody to the station, which I think is awesome. This year we'll have in and out Burger. They'll bring the big trailer and cook burgers. We'll have Tiki Todd snow cones there as well. Some huge slides for all the kids, yeah. fire trucks to climb on. Not as only as a slide, but a real fire truck <laughs> to right. climb on and get in. And the football team is being invited as kind of like our guests like they were last mm-hmm. year so they can get some free hamburgers and fill yeah. up their stomachs. They're uh, going to
0: need that after their winning, <laughs> their their big winning yeah, after, game.
2: After they beat Rockwall so bad, they're <laughs> going to be right. really hungry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. It might happen, but I don't know. Uh. <laughs> gonna put my money on Heath, so, but <laughs> well you know a national night out is to build you know an establish long-lasting relationships yeah. between us and the community kind of you know make it on a more personal level so they can see we're just normal people like yeah. they are you know and be comfortable with us come to us talk to us we're, don't be afraid to approach us yeah, we're just and- wearing a uniform
0: Last year was amazing. Was I was, awesome. I mean, for that to be our inaugural year to have the kind of turnout that we had. Yeah. And like you said, you guys are, you were so approachable. The yeah. DJ was like rocking it. I saw oh, y'all yeah. swaying over there. <laughs>
2: yes, it, You know,
0: everybody was just into it. And I mean, just so much of the community came out and just we well, had a great time. So I think this year it's going to be even bigger. Yeah, I think so. I too. really do. And when so. I see
2: people around town, they said they've already got marked on the calendars. Oh, fantastic. And they're coming, they're bringing their kids. You know, a bunch of the guys here, their wives and children are coming oh. so it's not only for the citizens our, our uh, you know our personal families coming up here to right. hang out and meet everybody and you know spend time we try to make it like a family atmosphere up here, yeah. that's the main thing, you know, because the guys, they basically live with each other for half a year if you add up the days. So. They sure do. Uh, yeah. Get 48
0: hours straight.
2: Yes, man. Yeah. <laughs> 48 a, hours. That's a long time to be at
0: work. Yes, ma'am. But we appreciate it, and I'm just, thank you for all that you do to put yeah. into this event. This is, you know, a stellar, this is becoming one of our staple events.
2: It's, it's awesome. Every year. I so, enjoy it. Yeah. We get to show off all our equipment, all our new fire trucks. Or, and the kids you know, get to touch a truck. Yeah, they get to climb on everything they want to and just have fun and hang out and eat some uh, snow cones and have some free burgers all right can't beat that well thank you yes ma'am
0: good so okay I'm going to let you go, but before I let you go, I ask everyone a question. What do you like most about working for the city of Heath?
2: I think it's the family aspect of it. You know, it's a smaller department, but we are growing. But everyone's real close, and a lot of people came over at the same time. So, you know, I came from the sheriff's office, like I said. Mm-hmm. There's probably five, six, seven guys that came over, and our kids are growing up together, and we hang out on the weekends. You know, it's uh, it's just the camaraderie. You know, I've known Chief a long, long time since yeah. high school. So I know. <laughs> you know, I'm, I love working for him. He's taking the department in the right direction. All the things he wanted to set in place, he's trying to get accomplished now. So absolutely, I love it. You know, I don't know where else I'd go. Well, I'm glad we love <laughs> yes, you right ma'am. back. Yeah. We're happy you're well, here with us. You. Thank you for being with me today, Captain. Yes, Ryan. ma'am. Thanks for inviting me. All right.
0: Wasn't Captain Rowan awesome? I just knew he was going to be a great guest. Yes, I love talking to him. All right, so let's move into business updates. Hey, Pablo's is open. It's no secret by now, but we just wanted to say welcome back. We're happy you guys are back in Heath and that you're open again. Yeah, baby! We wish you were open for lunch, but that's okay.
1: Have you been over there yet? Oh, several times. We love the menu. (laughs) just really really good food and the staff is as gracious and kind and welcoming as ever yeah we're happy to have them back so welcome guys thank you
0: all right we also want to give a big shout out to all the heath businesses that rallied behind our heath hawks during the i-30 classic week to pack the pantry Thank you guys so much. We wanted to help keep their
1: winning streak
0: alive.
1: And as we record right now, we're waiting to see, if you're familiar with this, it's a part of the I-30 Classic when Heath plays Rockwall and Go Heath. We also compete our students against the Rockwall students to pack the pantry for the winter at Rockwall County Helping Hands. And on Saturday, we got uh, one of our favorite students reaching out, a little concerned because the first time ever, it. like Rockwell might pull ahead. We cannot have that. So we've been working behind the scenes to try to help pump that up and we'll know they'll announce who brought in the most weight of food for the pantry at the game itself.
0: So my prediction is that we're going to win the pack the pantry and the game. Exactly
1: (laughs) but when you pack the pantry for helping hands it's a win-win no matter who wins.
0: (laughs) That's right everybody wins. All right, let's head into our favorite segment, Suzanne. Just for fun and upcoming events. So there are a lot of upcoming dates for your fall calendar, Suzanne. You want to talk a little bit about them?
1: Well, let's hit one. Um, the First United Methodist Church of Heath. We just love them. Pastor Sandy and her crew there have really gotten involved with the community. They bake hundreds of cookies now for our Christmas event, and something they're kind of shooting off and doing on their own is a family fall festival. It will. Be be sunday october 22nd 3 to 6 p.m and there'll be a chili cook-off a trunk or treat bounce houses country market a cakewalk fair food games face painting and a petting zoo and so they just want the whole community to come out it's free If you're interested in in participating in the chili cook-off, which I think you judged,
0: I was a judge last year. And let me tell you, those people did not come to play. No, they cooked that chili. That chili was delicious. Yeah.
1: So if you want to compete, go to our Facebook page and you'll find a link that we posted for the church about the event. But bottom line, Sunday, October 22nd, come out for some fall fun at Three o'clock. And don't forget,
0: October 3rd, be at the DPS station here at City Hall for our second annual National Night Out, starting at six o'clock. Six (laughs) o'clock. Okay, and we have finally gotten to the part of our podcast where we hear from you and we love this. So please continue to bring those questions in because we love answering them. So the question that we got from Facebook this week was, I was curious if you have to make reservations to barbecue and have a cookout at Terry Park. So the short answer is no, you don't have to make reservations to use any of the amenities out at the park. But if you're having a gathering, we do highly recommend that you reserve a pavilion at either town. Center Park or Terry Park. You'll find the reservation form on heathtx.com. Under the community slash parks tab, cost for residents for a three-hour period is $50 at Town Center Park or $100 at Terry Park. So again, you can go out, you can enjoy the grills and, you know, the park and all of that for free. But if you're going to have a gathering and you want some guaranteed space for seating and all of that stuff, we do highly recommend that you rent a pavilion. And just to note, our park hours are from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. So stay safe. (laughs) All right, Suzanne, we have made it to the end of another great episode. It was a fall fun one. Yes. And hey, I want to let the community know we appreciate all the amazing feedback you've been giving us about the podcast. And as time goes on, we will incorporate some of your suggestions and we will continue to do our very best to bring you information that's valuable to your day to day life as a resident of Heath. So thank you for listening and you will hear us in a couple of weeks. Go Hawks. That's right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.